Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to what is now the 11th episode of Tell Me About That. Today I'm joined by a very, very special guest. Somebody who I haven't seen, talked to in a long time, and quite frankly I miss him. So I'm happy to happy to get back in here with this with this fine young man. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on the one, the only, Naimeen Green. Naimeen, how are you doing today, man? I'm pretty good, dude. How are you? I'm good. I'm good myself. That's that's good to hear. And so so before we kick things off, um, how's how's school and everything going, man? How, how are things how are things going? We haven't spoken in so long. Uh, yeah, I know we haven't spoken. <laughs> senior year, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's crazy. It's been a, um, it's been a long time. Honestly, the first the first semester, dude, was kind of tough because yeah, oh, I didn't. Once once COVID happened in March, I stopped. Like I didn't do any high school work after that. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, there's no point. And like I yeah. heard that you can't like they can't like change your grades or anything like that. So I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna yeah. go somewhere now. So <laughs> you know, whatever. Got into college first semester and um it was my first time, you know, like adjusting to online work and all that. And right. I mean my grades weren't like terrible, but like they weren't good. So I was like really worried about like, you know, like flunking out of college and all that. But then yeah. came back to the second semester and everything was fine. Got you. That's good. It. Yeah. No, I, uh, were most of your classes online or in person the first semester? Uh, most, mostly online. I think I had one last semester that was in person and one this semester that's in person. So yeah, no, last semester for me, I had, um, I had all online and like two, three or two of them were like uh, synchronous. So like, you know, you're there at a certain time and you're on Zoom. The rest were like stuff I had to do on my own. And, um, you know, quite frankly, I, I, I found them a bit easier than being in person. But then like now in this semester, now I have classes in person. So just like showing up into a class with like a big lecture hall with like 100 kids. So <laughs> overwhelming. I was so not ready for that experience, man. But, yeah, um, that's crazy. All my classes are super small. We have like 10 people in there. Wow. Well, you're yeah. at Brockport, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, how are you liking the atmosphere so far about Brockport? Oh, it's pretty cool. It's like a little, it's like a little community, man. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you meeting people, you getting around up there, making some friends. Yeah, a little bit here and there. it's a little, it's a little hard with no, like no activities kind of going yeah. on. But we actually, it, it was pretty cool. The other day, um, we had a power outage, right? Like all of campus, no power. So that means like no light, <laughs> no TV, yeah. computer, no, like any, no wifi, no nothing. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, at like six o'clock, we got an email that said that they don't know when the power is going to come back on. They're hoping by like the next morning. Okay. And um, they had this event at the Cirque, which is like our big, like, it's where the basketball court is. Like it's yeah. like gym, this whole big area. Mm-hmm. So we went in there and they had like, they had cornhole set up, bingo. We had a kickball game and there was like, <laughs> there was like two, 300 people there, man. Like, wow. it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, all masks, of course, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, no, it's, it is, it is kind of nuts. Cause you know, now we're starting to turn the corner with the weather, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's starting to be like, all right. Let's yeah. I mean, up here at Oswego, man, it is, it's been so cold for like so long. And then all of a sudden, like on last Tuesday, it was like, boom, 60 degrees. Yeah, it was and like we were... 70, dude. It was like, fantastic. <laughs> you see, like everybody lost their minds, man. People <laughs> walking around, guns out, everything, shorts. I'm like, you know the dudes that walk, you know the dudes that walk across campus with the t-shirts with the, like that cut off like they yeah. just got out of the gym. I'm like, that was from like that was from like elementary school, man. You're wearing a medium right now. But like, come on, dude. But nah, I, I me being foolish, thinking, oh, you know, I'll, I'll be home. 
didn't pack any uh, any summer clothes, so I'm walking around like you know with all my. <laughs> I had like pairs of shorts, dude. I had to go to the mall and buy some shorts, dude. Yeah, no, I'm I'm walking around with like heavy heavy uh, khaki pants on, a flannel, and I'm like, I'm sweating right now. This sweating is terrible. Guys. Everyone else has like shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, no, man, it's crazy. But um, well, so you mentioned you're at Brockport. What exactly you're up there studying? Uh, physical education, man. I want to be a gym teacher. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I knew that because I remember um. I remember sitting, I think it was, what class we have, um, was it chemistry with Mr. Sharp? Yeah. yeah oh. But, um, <laughs> but I remember sitting one day and just kind of discussing like what we all were looking to do at college because, uh, you know, we we're juniors and uh, you would, you would mention physical education. I was like, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a perfect job for you. Dude, like, genuinely. It, it, honestly, when I, when I got to high school, more like 10th, 10th, 11th grade, I started seeing like what the gym teachers were doing. Mm-hmm. Like their job, like they're not, I'm not going to say their amount of effort because yeah. they put in effort, but like just how much simpler the job is. And I'm, I, I like to think I'm a people person. So I get to just sit there and talk to people all day, you know, yeah. throw some dodgeballs at some kids' faces, right. you know, dude. No, you think of like, yeah, you think of like uh, Coach Mancuso and Coach, um, Coach Graham and all them dudes back at Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just, you know, they, and keep in mind, there's like six gym teachers. So like they all have to teach maybe two classes a day. So you're just exactly. like, you know, you're just in there playing. It's playing sports all day. You get paid. You wear shorts. Teaching kids to get into the sports, man. That's awesome. And yeah. then you know, I could go like I could go the coaching route, right, out of there. So then that's you know more, yeah. just more stuff that I like to do. So would that be something you'd you'd be actually looking into? Is is with oh, getting a coaching job? A hundred percent. I would love, to, or I would obviously start off as like an assistant. You know, my yeah. But um, no, yeah, I feel like. I understood sports really well as much right. as like just because I couldn't perform, you know what I mean? I feel like I understand them, but yeah, anyway. no, that's kind of how I felt too. Like, you know, I, I got baseball and then like, I never played organized basketball outside of like Optimus or rec or anything, but yep. like I knew, I know basketball just from watching on TV. So I was always like, yeah, you know what? If I ever have kids one day, exactly. I'm, you can definitely, I'm coaching. You can definitely, teach, you can definitely <laughs> like at least start them off, you know, like yeah. obviously they're going to find someone that's better than you if they really get into it. But right. Nah, and um, but no, nah, man, that would, that would be so. What sport would you would you be looking to coach? I don't know, man. I feel like I understand. I understand understand the game of basketball really well, mm-hmm. like the like the ins and the outs of it. But I was better at baseball, so I feel like I have to coach baseball. Honestly, <laughs> you coach both. There's there's so many multitaskers running around. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. That is yeah. true. I mean, think of Coach Trezini. He what did he coach? Baseball and uh, volleyball, right? Yeah, both volleyball. of varsity level. So, yeah, right? you know? I mean, those are two pretty big sports: basketball and uh, baseball. Those are like two of the top pecking order as far as uh, high school goes. You never I know, man. If you're good enough, too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but nah, man. I think that genuinely think that, that that's the perfect job for you, man. Because you, you are you're a people person. I you know walking around uh, in any gym class or anything that we ever had together. You know, it seems oh, like yeah. just everybody knows who you are. You're just always talking with people. It's always, name, dude. Yeah. No, it's, it's the craziest name. Everyone's like, oh, I know that kid. He's got a crazy name. <laughs> yeah, right. You hear it once and you don't ever forget it. I mean, I think back to playing Optimus with you, Jesus, like third or fourth grade, whatever yeah, long ago grade, that dude. was. Never one, I heard that name once. I was like, I'm not forgetting that. That's that's not <laughs> Same hair, everything. Always, always remember. Yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But um, as we continue here, uh, how, how's the family doing, man? That was another question I wanted to ask you. They're pretty good, actually. Can't complain too much, you know. Um, yeah. My mom, you know, obviously parents are sad that I'm gone. But um, right. 
mom's really proud of me. You know, she's proud that I'm like, you know, getting out there doing like my old college thing, you know, just growing up, I guess, but she's, you know, sad to have gone, obviously. Yeah. No, it's, it's kind of a bittersweet type thing. I would assume if you're, if you're a parent, but yeah. Yeah. How, how, um, how close is Brockport to Liverpool? Oh, it's only like an hour and a half, man. Okay. Not too bad. I-90 West, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's right out. It's like right next to Rochester, dude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. too far at all. So, so if they ever need to come give you a visit, always. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they're there in a heartbeat. So, uh, yeah, they're there. They're there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as we continue here, um, we uh, it's been kind of a tradition here, and we spoke about this a little bit beforehand um, to have the guests nominate something into what is so prestigious the the um, <laughs> tell them about that Hall of Fame. Uh, so, and and we've seen. So many different things get inducted from from uh, people to concepts to games to fruit to everything. So, um, Naimeen, I'd like to ask you, what is your official nomination for the Tell Them About That Hall of Fame? Um, honestly, I think it, it needs to be established that um, LeBron James. Okay. Is the GOAT. He's- yeah go like it's period dot like i get jordan had the six championships he also got destroyed in the first round a lot of times too like come on <laughs> 10 straight finals yeah no give me a break no he's the no nah, i mean i like it it'll be controversial there'll be some people that'll be like whoa hold on now you can't you know, yeah, know. how many times He'll lebron win. lose in the finals but, but hey man my whole i'll argue for both sides uh i you know, it's hard for me to argue Jordan because we've all seen LeBron play in real time where mm-hmm. we weren't around when Jordan played. So we've only seen the highlights, you know, all the yes. stuff everybody tells us. Um, but like LeBron, some of them teams he brought to the finals, like think of that one year. I think it was his first year he was back with the Cavs. And, uh, you know, he looks like he's got the super team with uh, with Kyrie and Kevin Love. and mm-hmm. But they got hurt. Kevin Love dislocated his shoulder against yep. the Celtics. And I forget what happened to Kyrie, but he was out. And he was playing with like Della yeah, Vadova and Mazga. Like just, he, just some scrubs. dudes. Some dudes. <laughs> and they're playing the freaking – they're playing like some all they're the time. They're playing Golden like, State. <laughs> the best shooters ever to exist on the basketball court ever. Yeah. No, <laughs> and and competitive, you know. And then even though, like, you know, you think of the year he won it, of course, he had Kyrie and uh, Kevin Love there in, uh, in Cleveland when he won it in Cleveland. But mm-hmm. you take it back to the first uh, time he went to the finals with – uh, what's his name? Agalskis and yeah, I got Mo Williams. Terrible yeah. player, just terrible team. You yeah, take him awful. off of it. Awful. But, um, the only I, blemish on his career, I would say, is when he lost in what was I think it was two thousand eight against the Mavericks. Dirk. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the first year with blemish. Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, first year in Miami. That was the only because he was he had a super team, so he was supposed to win mm-hmm. it, and then they lose to Dirk. Which I mean, Dirk is amazing like, yeah you can't no. block that shot dude that, <laughs> no <laughs> no it's unguardable yeah but um that's the only blemish i would give him on his career like genuinely and then he came back 3-1 against the warriors 73 yeah. Not, dude yeah and then, one of the best teams of all time exactly and then his stats he's a he gets out of bed and he can get a triple double like he wakes yeah. up in the morning and he can get a triple double so right like, and the thing is with with lebron uh compared to jordan is lebron um He'll take the triple double. He'll he'll dish out fourteen assists. He'll always hit the open man. He won't yes. he won't take the points himself. Whereas Jordan was kind of the more aggressive. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan will go out there 30. and score fifty. 
Yeah, because he won. wants to. Exactly. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah. yeah. LeBron, he'll score fifty if he needs to. But also, he's also fine with his 25, 10, and ten. Exactly. He'll have a night where he'll go out there, get twenty-two, have fourteen and eleven, and he's good. Yeah. He's like, eh, we right. win as long as they won, you know. So exactly. But I'll tell you what, man. These these Lakers teams that he's on now, from run for my money, I think those are the best teams he's played on. These Lakers yeah. teams are yeah really I think, good. I think the stage he's at in his career right now is he's mm-hmm. better than he was when he was in Miami. Like even though he was younger, more athletic, I feel like yeah. he's smarter about the game now, and he has a better yeah. job. Now, so yeah, no, and and I mean, just you know, as far as the star power goes, obviously, you know, you think of the Miami teams with uh with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Bosh and Ray Allen. And then, you know, those teams were great. But you just look at this Laker team and just how deep they go. Oh, yeah. And just, I mean, 10, 12 deep into the lineup, any dude can score 20. And I it's think like if lot, you're I, – I think it's a lot of living in the legacy too. Of like yeah. that. And then Kobe. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of like just living in that, that like you want to just – everyone down the line, not just the stars, want to do great. So Right. And, I mean, you know, you look at like a team like the Nets who's like putting their – all in for a final. That's crazy. See, like, yeah. if LeBron loses this year, how is that his fault, dude? <laughs> right. But the thing is, even I'm still, like, in my mind, I'm like, yo, they got Blake Griffin. Oh, well, 3-1 of the finals, Lakers. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, they have they have four dudes that have played in Olympic basketball. Yeah. yeah so, it might be – if Andre Drummond goes there, it might be five. Yeah. So right. – And that's not, that's not very far-fetched for him and, to go there either. Exactly. And then the craziest thing about this whole thing is we're still talking if LeBron loses. Yeah. We're not talking, oh, he's definitely going to lose. It's if he loses. Right. That's, that's crazy. That's and we're just, also talking about the West. Like, it's not – to us, it's not even a debate that it's going to be LeBron. Like, I mean, you got, like, teams like the Jazz who are playing really good basketball right now with a few dude, All-Stars. There's so but, many teams. There's so yeah. many teams. The, the, <laughs> they're not even fir- – they're fourth, I think, right now in standard. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nuts, and you know, I, I at least in my opinion, I don't know what's gonna. They might crash because Kyrie might break, and mm. James Harden might break, but KD's gonna be fine, so he might you yeah. know carry them through it. But um, they're most likely to come out of the East. I mean, if they don't, I'd be shocked. I'd yeah. be pretty shocked if they don't come out of the East. But like the West, like you said, it's stacked, dude. Yeah, like, and so. it's still like you know, LeBron. No matter what team he's on, it's still gonna be the favorite. I mean. Exactly. And then I think him and Anthony Davis is one of the best pairings that could pop. I mean, that once I saw he was going to the Lakers, I'm like, well, that's it. That's it literally, it. it's it, that was that was perfect. It doesn't matter who they give up as long as they keep LeBron. He's always tried to do it with a guard. Like he had Dwayne yeah. Wade, he had Kyrie. Don't get me wrong, it worked with both of them, but with yeah. the big man, it just especially yeah. how I mean Anthony Anthony Davis is insane. So like it makes it so much easier on LeBron too, because right. he can get his own shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but no, it's it's it is insane, and and you know I, I I'm a Sixers guy myself just because of Michael Carter Williams from way back in the day. I, I love the Sixers because That's of that, and um, so obviously I, I'll root for them to come out of the East. And I know Embiid. I think at time of recording last night, he just um went out with a knee injury. He's gonna be out for a couple of weeks, yep. which yeah, is a bit scary. Dunked on the dude in hell. Did you see it? Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a, a knee a deep knee bruise or something like that. Yeah. It's a bit scary with those guys that are that big because of. You know, it starts breaking down, and you don't want to see that, especially not with the season he's having. Yeah, and he's but, huge too, dude. Yeah, that is, yeah. But um, it's like but, that kind of ordeal. I think yeah. the scary thing about that too is I'm pretty sure when he came into the league, he couldn't play for the first two years because of the injury. Yeah. 
Yeah, he had yeah. foot injuries, knee injuries that took him out for at least the first couple seasons. And then when he came in, it was just like, wow, look at this guy. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's the dude that they've been looking for. Yeah, he's insane, though. He had 50, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and, you know, I, I – Guys. Right, and I hear the uh, – I always hear the slander for Ben Simmons, right? And I, I think that that man – this is going to be controversial. I think that that man makes that Sixers team. I get Embiid is, like, the star, but you can't – I don't think they win as much if they don't have Ben Simmons because he just – he knows how to run the ball. He knows he, – he creates that offense for everybody. Agreed. Agreed. Especially with, see, people forget that they need Ben Simmons for the shooters that they have too. They have exactly Seth on there. They have is JJ Reddick still playing on there, isn't he? No, they don't have JJ Reddick, but they have Danny Green and Tobias Danny Harris, who both Danny are Green. all right from three. Yeah, but um, and so I mean, shooters. and then right. he's elite on the defensive end. Like he yeah. can guard one through five. Right. Absolutely. So. I mean, he's he's a six foot ten point guard. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all you have it's to say. I mean, long dude, like he's oh. lengthy, dude. Yeah, and I always say inside the paint, that dude is just about unguardable. There isn't he yeah, no. will throw his it's body like, around in that paint. Be honest, dude. Exactly. Honest. <laughs> no, no. LeBron too. You can't guard LeBron as we as we <laughs> bring it back to the start. But uh, but nah, man. Do you have a prediction for the NBA Finals this year, or are you just gonna? Leave I, up the I gotta go with my gut. I gotta go. I gotta go. LeBron. I mean, yeah. I kind of go him every year. Honestly, I mean, I didn't go him the year when Kyrie and uh. Kevin Love got hurt, mm-hmm. and then I didn't go the year when he had the groin injury. Right. But every other year I go LeBron, dude. Yeah. He, you can't count him out. Like you just, no. it's like Tom Brady, dude. Like, exactly. You can't count, him out. Can't count yeah. him out. It's like why did you know when you think about the Super Bowl? Like why did everybody's like, oh, Tom Brady's done. It'll Chiefs are gonna roll through him, and then <laughs> you can't count him out. <laughs> you just can't. Right. Can I ask you something about this? See, this is why yeah. football fans kind of piss me off, dude. <laughs> like this is the reason why. So. There's literally a story, like there's a thing that says you don't bet against Tom Brady. Like that's right. literally, that's an actual thing. This mm-hmm. year, Super Bowl comes up, everyone's like, oh, he's washed, he's dark. I'm like, why are you guys forgetting that you don't bet against Tom yeah. Brady? Like, no, because uh, in my head, I was like, you know what? I don't know, man, that Chiefs team's tough. Like that, that's a tough team. Tyree but then I'm like, insane. I know. But then I, watching it play out, I'm like, man. Why did I? Why did I even think that that anything different was gonna happen? Yeah, you know? no, I had I had Patriots as soon as I had once he once I saw that he went to Tampa and started like not playing like bad football. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. I mean, it is it is just nuts that uh that you know we're seeing these these mega stars like LeBron and Brady just kind of it's like you can't count them out. It's basically who's who's gonna come out of the the AFC this year to play Tom Brady, and who's coming out of the East to play LeBron this year. It's crazy. It's gonna be crazy when they retire, man, and they're gone. And then, I mean, I want I'm excited to see like who steps up. Exactly. I'm like the best. Like even in baseball, dude. Once um, Mike Trout is. The, I mean, in my opinion, Mike Trout's the best because he's just every year he's just yeah. amazing. Honestly, and um, right. I want to see once he retires, who's like the next dude who's like just guaranteed like everyone considers him the best. Yeah. No, I was just talking to Spencer about this the, the other week with golf and how um how it's just that evolution of sports and how you'll go from having, you know, like right now the debate for greatest in the NBA. You could say, okay, is it LeBron or is it Jordan? You could throw Kobe Bryant in there. You could throw Magic in there. I personally don't think so. Bill Russell, Will, yeah, Taylor, Bill Russell, Will, Kareem, all it's them guys. Kind of established that it's LeBron or Jordan in my opinion. Yeah. That's at least that's what the critics say. So. Right, but you know that that's the debate right now. Think about in thirty years' time when we're all fifty, and all of a sudden this 
19-year-old phenom comes out of high school, and we're like, whoa, look at this dude. And then we have a debate, who's going – who's the best now? Is it LeBron, Jordan, or this guy? You know, and it just keeps going right. on and on and on and on, and you just You're don't right. know who's next. Honestly, I f- – I don't, I mean, I get, I'm biased obviously cause I'm not 50, but I feel like when I'm 50, <laughs> I'm going to be able to point it out and be like, that kid was better. Like he's just yeah. better. Right. Like, it's like, know. it is, it is nuts. And, and you know, I, it, it's, what's the beauty of all sports is that it just, no matter what, it's a, it's a wheel and life yeah. and life too. It's just a wheel. It's, you know, oh, yeah. It, there's always going to be without you, move without you, you know? Yeah. But, um, but there you go. There you have it. LeBron James, the first hall of fame he's made it market here. To tell about that before he made it into the NBA Hall of Fame, he's part of this Hall of Fame. So, if anybody wants to let LeBron know, we'll send him a little award in the mail or whatever. But, um, but there you have it LeBron James is the uh, I don't know the number, the ninth maybe, <laughs> uh, inductee into the tell about that Hall of Fame. Uh, but moving forward, and I mean, uh, you know, we, we already kind of talked a little bit about sports, but I want to I want to talk about your sports and your athletic career, um, which was you know, it was, it was pretty eventful, I'd say. Yeah, I had, I had, a, I'm so thankful to be, to have played sports. Right. Yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, you played, I won't speak for you, but you played, um, played a little bit of basketball, played a little bit of baseball. Am I missing anything else? Is that pretty much it? Uh, that is, that is correct. I mean, when I was younger, I played like flag football and stuff, but I'm talking like actual like sports, not like little kid stuff, but yeah. Right. But, um, so, you know, I'll just ask you the age old question first, you know, what sport did you prefer basketball or baseball? I had more fun playing basketball, man. Yeah. But I can't I can't say I it's not like I don't like baseball, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's I have a love I have a love for baseball just only on one half of the game, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um so let's let's talk about basketball first. Uh, why don't you tell everybody your position that you played predominantly? Uh, I played four for the main part power forward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was it was fun, dude. Playing throughout high school was honestly so cool. Just like that family experience yeah. of like us against the world, honestly. So All right. it was fun. And then being on being on teams with such great guys that I have friends now forever, like Jack yeah. that you had on here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've played with and against Dom Scrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Days played with you. And then obviously like practicing with guys like the team that won the state championship, Charles yeah. and Nas and Kyle, I played with Kyle and right. just playing with playing with guys that like you see they're just like on that higher level. Yeah. Yeah. Now was, you were you were on the JV team, correct? When they won the uh won the state finals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was what was that whole atmosphere like? Like was it just being around those guys who like you look at them, like they were so much bigger than all of us and just like huge men. <laughs> Dude, when I was on JV and we would like just even like walk off the bus with them, dude. And they just look ginormous. Like, yeah. and I feel like I'm so small and dainty. And like, I'm like, dude, it looks like we suck and they're insane. Like, it's terrible. Like, you can easily put out, okay, he's a varsity player. He's a JV player. He's a varsity yeah, player. Yeah, it was so obvious. It was so obvious. But, uh, but like, for the most part, like, what was that atmosphere like? You know, because they didn't lose up until that last, uh, it was whatever that was, the Can Am or whatever that. The way the way Blackwell pushed them and they wanted it for themselves that bad, it pushed us to like live up to what they were trying to do. Right. So like it created this this atmosphere of just winning, honestly. Like, yeah, 
because they were going, I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but they were undefeated, obviously, the whole season. Mm-hmm. And we were undefeated all the way up into our second to last game. We lost to Beville off a doubleheader because we went to a double overtime the night before. And we oh, played wow. Beville the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And then we lost. And then we played Beville again. And then we beat him by 20. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to show that, like, we did lose, actually. Like, yeah. But, but uh, uh, go, yeah, keep going. Go ahead. It was pretty great. Yeah. So, like, you know, then you went out and played on the varsity team for two or three seasons? Two. Okay. So yeah. what was that atmosphere? Because you played – was it the season after they won the state title that you were on? Yeah, was so it? it was my 10th grade year. It was my – so my ninth grade year, I got called up instead of playing freshman basketball to play JV basketball. Mm. And they went to the final four that year, my ninth grade year. Okay. And they lost in the final four. My 10th grade year comes up. I thought I, I wanted to get put on varsity – but their team was so stacked that, yeah. you know, they, they, you know, they need spots for ac- the actual guys. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I wouldn't have got any playing time, literally zero, <laughs> literally zero. <laughs> um, so uh, it was JV, my 10th grade year and they won it that year. Okay. So we were, we, we were always together. Like we were always, we practiced together a bunch. We were always like doing stuff together. Right. But, um, yeah. I wasn't on the team that won the state championship, sadly, but I was with them all the yeah. time got the competitive edge from them, I guess you could say. Right. So then fast forward to the next year, right? And they come off of this season that, you know, it, it's there's a banner, I believe, in the new gym now for mm-hmm. that team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, now you're on the varsity team. So what was that atmosphere like coming off of such a successful season with such a different team the following year? Uh, Blackwell gave us this uh, – he gave us this speech at the beginning of the season, and he said – uh, pretty much in the speech that he said was that there's going to be a target on our back now mm-hmm. that we have to hold what we've done and hold the Liverpool name up to the potential that it's made for itself. Yeah. So him giving us that fuel, it just made us grind all season practice after practice, after practice, after practice. And then right. having a guy on the team like Kyle, who was a part of the team that won that having him there and then showing us how like, how hard we have to play and how much we have to like grind mm-hmm. to be to be at that level. So it was, it was amazing. Yeah. No, the, I, I feel like I didn't go to as many games uh, the year that they were undefeated as I did um, our junior season or our junior year. And mm-hmm. then obviously the senior year, I was trying to make as many as I could. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, senior year basketball season was probably one of the most fun things of my whole life. So much fun. Dude, this having all time. of your friends in the stands is yeah. the best thing ever. It's no, I, so I can't imagine, man. It was, and I loved it because you know we we would, I, I, you know, you think about it. That was one of the last things that we did before everything really shut down. Was that, you know, that whole basketball season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just it was like, okay, we're you know asking asking Jack in school or asking you in school, like, all right, where's your game tonight? Oh, we're at ESM. And then texting all the boys, all right, I'm coming <laughs> over, picking you up at five thirty. We're gonna drive out to ESM tonight. <laughs> It doesn't matter what night of school. That's so awesome. Losing our voice, yelling. Just uh, such so much fun. It doesn't matter if there's 50 people in the crowd or five. Yeah. We were always losing our mind. The next day, dude, I couldn't. My throat was just oh, yeah. from screaming the whole for two hours long, dude. Like, just insane. It's just so absolutely much insane. But, um, but no, nah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I love watching you guys play basketball. I thought it was so much fun to do. But, um, but then we, now we, we'll move on to the sport that we play together, which is baseball. And, yeah. um, 
So I'll start off by asking this kind of the bridge, the gap here. What was the atmosphere like as far as the coaching or the, uh, the overall um, ability like with the basketball team in comparison to how it was like with the baseball team? Like what were the different type of aspects? Um, we had, uh, it was a lot less structured in basketball. You know what I mean? Like it was a yeah. lot more, a lot more free flowing. There wasn't like, I mean, there were preseason like workouts, but it wasn't like structured, like be here at this time. And you have to do like, he, like you have to fill out, like, you know how it was the baseball workouts, dude, you got to write, write down your numbers and yeah. try to be better at each week. And it was, it was. <clears throat> Yeah, it was a whole thing, and just it wasn't like that for baseball, but right. or it wasn't like that for basketball. But um, it was it was good in baseball. Like it was it was fun in a way. If you thought about like if you thought about like the benefits that you're gonna have afterwards, like I'm doing yeah. these extra things in the weight room, so when I go out there, I could hit a ball 500 feet. Yeah. Or for, <laughs> for me, it was so I can throw faster. But right, yeah. No, I mean it was. I, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll use the comparison for myself from, um, from running in track versus uh, playing baseball, which, you know, was the same time during basketball. So you guys would be practicing or whatever. I'd be running track. And, uh, you know, for the most part in track, it was just, okay, do your work. You know, you're on, well, coach will walk by every once in a while and say, hey, why aren't you doing anything? And we're like, oh. <laughs> so, uh, but, um, so that would be, that would, then you go to baseball and it was like just a completely different dynamic. Like you go there and it's like, everybody's okay. you got to be here, 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 here. And mm-hmm. it was very more structured. And like, at times I would be like, Oh man, this, why, why can't it just be like track? But then also you realize if it was like track, okay, then it's a free for all. And then it's like, you know, what do we do? You know, there's not, there's what do we, coach Trasidi's down here. What are we supposed to do? You know, coach Jones is here. We're not doing anything. He did. It made that run around the school a few times better if he bust out the, the UB <laughs> afterwards. But, uh, but no, it, I, you know, I, I did, uh, it, w- it was always nice to have that kind of structure and, uh, you know, you follow the program, you follow whatever they want you to do for the most part it'll work out in your favor. Yeah. But, uh, but was, yeah, so I'll keep going. Go ahead. It was, it was great. Uh, honestly, I'm going to say that my baseball friends, I have like, they will be my friends in the future more than my basketball friends. Okay. It was you get a lot more like close, I think in baseball, it's really weird in a way. Yeah. No, I get what you mean. And you'd almost think like just on paper, right? Like who, you know, how are you going to make friends or get a better judgment on people? It's 100% basketball because, you know, you could tell just by the way to do plays, what type of personality he has. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad tells me the story. I'm sure he could tell me it better, but, but uh, I, I believe it was Barack Obama. Uh, when he first started dating Michelle Obama, uh, her whole family is a big like basketball family, I believe. Could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. But um, <laughs> definitely not. But so the first time uh, Brock shows up to their house or whatever, and uh, a couple of her brothers or cousins or whatever um, decided, let's play a little bit of pickup. Let's see how this guy is. And they could tell just by the way he was distributing the ball, the way he was trying to get everybody involved. Okay, this is a good guy. You know, you can tell that the gunner, the guy that's let me put up thirty shots a game. You can tell that gets. A little bit of a little bit of an a hole, you know. A little <laughs> bit of not not the, not the most not the most team player. Whereas, but but I agree with what you're saying. Like you know, with baseball, it's just such a year round thing, and uh, you know, you're playing with these kids forever. And mm-hmm. you know, I I grew up playing with you, against you, all these different types of things. So I've known yeah. you for a long time, yeah. and just you know, growing up with everybody and, and you know, playing on that playing on the field, even though it's such an individual sport, it's you know, there's two dudes that matter at all time, and it's the pitcher and the hitter. 
that's pretty much it until the ball's in play. And, uh, and then <laughs> – Pitcher does not matter at all. (laughs) So it's just, you know, but, but you do, I I know what you mean. Like the people that I've, all my friends I've, I've met through baseball in some form of a way, you know, all the people, majority of the people that I've had on this podcast, I could, I have them on here because, okay, we have one common aspect and that's baseball. Yeah. And, and yeah, I was, who was I talking to a couple Matt pair? I was talking with Matt pair and uh, just about how, like, you know, Take, take us that to guy. that. Shout out Matt Pear. Shout out Oh, Matt my God. Pear. What a guy. What a guy, right? He's so, he's like genuinely one of my favorite dudes. I love talking perfect to him. I, he's like the perfect dude. Absolutely. I'm sure he'll, I th- he listens to it too, so I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll enjoy us picking him up a bit. But um, <laughs> but so I was talking to him a couple weeks ago, and he um, I just had mentioned him, like, you know, taking us back to that JV season, the one with Pascal when we were all sophomores, um, and just how, you know, it was – it was, it wasn't like for somebody like me, like you played a lot, whereas I didn't really. And, um, you know, even though it was kind of a, a bad situation for me, people like yourself, people like Matt Pear, people like Casey, Joe, all the boys, Matt, Dom, all the guys just made it like so much more fun. You know what I'm saying? And it just took the best of a bad situation. Somebody like you, and I also said this to Matt Pear, who didn't take ba- baseball as serious as some of the other people did, just made it yeah. like, so much more fun it just yeah it took the tension out of it a bit you know and, and you know it just it was some, like playing that that game uh, over the summer uh, with coach sisto wherever all the seniors came back for the one night oh yeah you came and you pitched and yeah you know, we all we all got hits we all just had a great time and it was like yeah. legit one of the most fun going games out there out. just to have fun dude just such a good time you know just so relaxed no pressure just having Between a great time you and I, we should we should join a men's softball league dude me and Spencer and Dom and everybody were just talking about this the other day that we, we we're gonna it. have to we're gonna have to all get us all together for all the kids that you know didn't play college what do baseball. We, like, we need seven, eight. What do we need? Nine. We need a whole I nine. I think we might need nine, but we ha- we have enough friends. We have enough friends yeah, where we could we yeah, could yeah. fill up a good roster of 10, 11, 12. But um, but nah, man, it it was it was a lot of fun and playing baseball, especially with people like you. You know. Yeah, I agree. You were. Yeah. Very glad I met you, man. All the way yeah. back in fourth grade, optimist. Yeah. No, that was that was an interesting time. I was terrible at basketball. I I'm not very good at it. <laughs> not very good at anymore. I'm not saying I'm good at all, but I definitely I can hit a three pointer now. I can't, couldn't do that back <laughs> in back in whatever I mean, that was, fourth grade. I don't know what happened with me in baseball, dude. I used to I used to hit bombs back in like 50, <laughs> 70, 40, 60, dude. I used to yeah. hit. Well, don't don't discredit yourself because from what i remember um you know you pl- when you guys played on the varsity team i was on the jv team and we all played um uh i think i think it was fateville and uh you'll know exactly what i'm talking about and all of us were sitting in the bus watching because our game ended and you guys were still playing and we're sitting watching and all of a sudden up comes this kid number eight and we're like whoa who's this like and because we i know you're a po and i'm like that's time mean isn't it Everybody's like, no, it's Darian. It's Darian. It's not Naimeen. And I'm like, no, that's Naimeen. And then here you go. You hit a, an absolute missile over the center fielder's head. What hops the fence or maybe even hit the fence in the air. And we're like, that was Naimeen. He just hit a double. And like, we get in and we're like, yeah, Naimeen. Dude, was- not even going to lie to you, dude. I got so lucky. That kid threw a curveball. I closed my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, so don't discredit yourself. You know, you, you, you hit, you, I mean, I believe you, that was that one of your only at bats that season. Yeah, I had uh, I had two more in Myrtle. I think I hit I hit a ground ball up the middle. I think in Myrtle, and then I think I popped out on another one. But okay. um, yeah, no, I but so two for three. 
I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. that bad. <laughs> no, you're like fifth in the world, I would assume, with that six six seven batting average. So, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, number one in Liverpool ever, six sixty seven batting average. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, but nah, you know. So, and then you know, we'll talk a little bit about pitching as well. So, you were predominantly a pitcher. Um, yes. So you know, you alluded to ever do in a sport. I will throw that out there. That should be in the whole thing. (laughs) That was gonna. That was gonna be my question. Was so you alluded to earlier is how you know you had one point in the game that you liked a little bit better than the other. So describe to me like being on the mound because I only pitched a little bit and I never really took it serious. What um, you know, what was what would go through your head when you were um, when you were getting ready Um, to throw the ball? I like so. I like the challenge of like personal one-on-one challenges. Like Mm. baseball is a very team versus team sport, but if you break it down, like you said, at the end of the day, it's kind of pitcher and catcher or a pitcher and hitter. So I loved being in that position where like I could determine the game. You know what I mean? Like, and I was, I like to think that I was pretty accurate. Like I threw a lot of strikes, get the, get the ball to play, you know, just make sure dudes aren't hitting bombs off you. So, you know, keep it low. Like, so it was, it was, it was fun having like, cause I was never, I think a lot of pitchers mess up at is they're always trying to strike the dude out. Yeah. They're always trying to like blow it by him or throw him something weird and try and get him to strike out. The most, honestly, I'm just going to say it, most hitters in high school suck. <laughs> like they, like, if we're being honest, like you've played, you've played the dudes, like some of yeah. like one through five can hit and then six, I get them out. Whatever, 11, they're terrible. Usually. I get them out. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like, something if I get them out. <laughs> like, so once you get through five, you're kind of good. You're good yeah. for the whole second half of the lineup. So, right. So to, go, to continue on with pitching, um, you know, your varsity career was more of out of the bullpen type stuff. And, you know, for well, I'll describe what a bullpen is. So you get your starting pitcher. That dude will usually go a few innings, a little bit more. And then when he gets tired, in comes new pitchers. They hang out in the bullpen, which is just where pitchers hang out. Um, yeah, we just hang out there all game. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what did you prefer? Did you prefer starting the game and going a long distance? Or what, did you just like coming in one inning, letting my arm loose and just being done? So actually, it's funny that you ask. So I was, I got put on Syracuse.com for that game against Beville, against mm-hmm. Savicole. You remember that? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So some Syracuse.com dude interviewed me and he asked me that same question that you just asked me. And I had told him, you know, whatever coach needs, like whatever, makes, you know, that kind of thing, like team sport kind of guy. The cliche. Yeah. But between me and you, I prefer to start. I think it's more fun to start the game because it kind of like sets the tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like first four innings, if you guys are getting like destroyed, like you guys mm-hmm. can't get a hit, you're just kind of like, yeah, that's it's that day on baseball. <laughs> yeah. Right. It so, can go either way, literally any day. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I never really had a preference. I was always just like, ah, eh, I'll pitch, whatever. I don't really care. Like, you know, if they need me, they need me. And I know that sounds like the cliche, but I was never a pitcher. So, like, I was always the guy, oh, damn, Anthony's not here? We got to throw Bradley in. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I was always the dude, you know, oh, we got nine players here. Bradley, can you throw? Yeah, I got seven in me today, coach. I got it. So, got this arms rubber arm. Dead, I'll just dude, throw your it. arm's dead. Dude. Yeah. That's the but, one um, thing about baseball that I don't miss. Is the arm After, like travel ball was honestly the craziest because you would throw like 200 in a weekend. Yeah. So like, it was, it was like, you'd throw like 110 one day and then 80 the next day in mm-hmm. like, just because you only have whatever, 10 dudes or something. Right. So 
So all the just I remember so many nights of arm agonizing pain, just like yeah. so sore, just holding the ice on it for hours. Right. Yeah. But um, but no, nah, man, uh, you know, playing baseball is always something that I, you know, I miss it now that now that's over. And it did just kind of get, you know, ripped from us there with the coronavirus. But, you know, what are you going to do? I, I, I'll take that game that we all played um, over at Hopkins. Uh, just, you know, all the seniors getting their time. I'll take that as kind of like the, okay, that was our, that was our Liverpool send off. I thought it was appropriate. That energy, honestly, like if I know with COVID, it was, it was sad, you know, all of us didn't really get a good closing, you know, like end of high school. Mm-hmm. But if I were to take one thing away, that was kind of like it for me. It was that game. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. It was- just kind of wrote a, wrote the end of a chapter, but I still have a little bit of an itch to go up there. Cause especially now that the weather's turning nice. And I see my brothers getting ready for tryouts here in a couple of weeks at baseball. And I'm like, oh, man, we're jealous. <laughs> like, that, that, you know, as, at the time we dreaded it because we're like, oh, God, here we go again. We got to run. We got to do all this crap. But then, you know, it was adrenaline. And then, like, you make it and you're like, oh, get in. Like, this is the best. You know, you just feel so good. So the season starts. Email the coach Terrazini and tell him that we should have all the kids who graduated 2020 to come back and play their team right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know how we do because a lot of us haven't. Sw- I know I haven't sort of bat in a long time. I don't oh, know about yeah. you. No, we might do terrible, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back. Right, we might have to. We have to get some of the kids like Casey and Dom and all the dudes back in here to see to fill out a roster. But guaranteed. But either way, um, and the last thing I want to touch upon, uh, just to check in, I meant to do this a little bit earlier, but it just dawned on me. Um, you know, one of the most significant figures as far as somebody that I associate you with is your grandfather, because he's just always at everything. He's always doing everything. Um, I got to ask you, man, how, how is he doing? You know, how how's he been? Uh, he went through knee replacement surgery, man. Yeah, he got, a, he got a whole new knee. He was uh, he was doing not good for a while after that. Like he couldn't really walk. And, you know, we yeah. were all like, worried about him, seeing if he could like adjust to the new, you know, all metal knee. Right. But he's, he's all good now, man. He's That's good. Fantastic. Yeah. No, and I'll bridge I'll bridge this all together by asking, you know, you take a young Naimi and, you know, somebody who isn't, you know, so far hasn't played many sports or just got into sports. What type of an influence did your grandfather have in you as far as continuing sports and moving on? Huge. Yeah. Huge. Absolutely huge. He would just he was the one who always brought me to like every game, practice, tournament, yeah. everything. So all the drives and conversations that me and him have had, right. Like just sitting in the car, staying in hotel rooms with each other. Like yeah. <laughs> we always had this joke that if I ever make it big, I was going to make him my agent. <laughs> <laughs> it would be perfect. Cause he's at everything you do. I swear, man, every time. And you know, it's so funny because I'll think, and uh, sometimes I'll show up to the game late or whatever, or just look out in the crowd and I see your grandfather before I see you. And I'm like, that means here. Like there's his grandfather. Like, you know, but, uh, but nah, man, from something that I picked up is that dude, you know, he's, I've seen him forever. And like the times we'll play in an Optimus game or something, and then we'll run into him at Wegmans or some, you know, something oh, along the yeah. lines. I've seen you it's, and your dad just at the randomest <laughs> places. Yeah. But no, nah, he's always, always talking about you and always just bigging you up as like, you know, uh, to see Naimi or you see Jay, see the game he had out there, you know, and just all that. So, you know, you could tell he genuinely – he was your number one supporter, 100%. Yeah, he was. He was fantastic. Yeah. I loved it for him, man. <laughs> yeah. No, send him, send him the best regards from all of us over here in the Bradley family. I know we'll probably do the same same for you on my side. But, uh, but yeah, man, you know, that, that, that's, that's, um, you know, that's important, having that type of a, a nice support. And I could say I had the same thing with my dad. He was always at everything I did, always out there doing 
dude, oh, it's another match. One of the funniest people <laughs> I've ever met. And but your guys' sarcasm is so like similar, so yeah. similar, it's so funny. No, I remember telling him one time, right? Um, because I think you know, we he coached with uh Coach Lapine and whoever coached Jennings or you know, mm-hmm. Coach Shoemaker or whoever. Um, and he would talk, you know, to you predominantly more, more so than me. And, uh, and you know, and then we talk like in a situation where my dad wasn't there and you made a comment to me once you're like, man, I could like, if I didn't know you, I could still tell that, 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 you know, that's your father just because of the way you guys talk <laughs> where I could, man. I swear. And, uh, and I remember going back and telling him that I was like, yeah, and I mean, said, um, said that, you know, he's, you know, I told him what you said and he was like. Oh, that's, that kind of disappoints me because I hate seeing that you look just like me. And I'm like, it's okay. Like it makes, I don't think it's the bad qualities. I think it's the good qualities. That, it is the good qualities. Least. It is the good qualities. But nah, man. I, and he always, he always, my dad always spoke really highly about you. I told him before this, cause I just saw him today. I was like, uh, Oh, I got this interview with Naimeen later. He's like, Oh, I can't wait to listen to it. So he'll be, he'll be listening and stuff. And he always, you know, he, he'll ask, he always asked me about you. Yeah. Go shout ahead. Shout out Bradley. Up. Shout out Mr. Bradley. How you doing? <laughs> he'll love it. He'll love it. I'll, I'll, we'll set something up where the two of you can reunite and just go at it again for, <laughs> for <perfect>. something. <laughs> That'd be perfect. But all right, man. Um, before I let you go here, I'll ask you, do you have any personal projects, any social medias, anything you might want to plug uh, for the world to know? Cause this is going on YouTube. Um, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. No. All right. You don't want to give your Instagram out or any of that? I mean, if, if, if we're doing it, follow me at <laughs> N-Y-H-M-I-N-G. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's Naimin G. Or Naiming. Naiming, <laughs> as everybody famously says. But um, but no, as for myself, uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram um, at Tell Them About That. You can follow me on TikTok where you see a little 30-second or so uh, clip bits of the podcast. Just see one. On Thursday, to the two of us. Um, that's Jacob underscore Bradley fourteen. I plugged this last week. I'll plug it again. Uh, you can make if you want to. If you want to, go ahead and follow me on Twitch, uh, Jake Bradley two. I'll hopefully be live streaming at some point. Uh, I don't know what. I'm. Th- I got a few old games here uh, that I could, you know, possibly give a go at. But uh, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see if that comes on. But if you if you're interested, go ahead and give me a follow there. Uh, that's Jake Bradley two. Um, and if you're on YouTube, you know, do all that stuff. That that'll get a that'll get the the video recommended to more people. Uh, subscribe, the like, the comment if you feel the need to. Whatever you gotta do. Uh, and if you're on Spotify because you didn't want to look at our faces, first of all, I think you missed out. Um, and second of all, if you're on <laughs> if you're on Spotify uh, and you hit follow, all the podcasts will download every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, so you can be the first person in the whole wide world to listen to our beautiful podcast. Um, well, that's pretty much it today, Naimeen. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Yes, sir. It was great <laughs> talking to you too, man. I haven't seen – we got to – when we get out of school, man, we got to we gotta meet up. I know. Something. I'll tell you what. It, this is the beauty of doing this thing, right, this podcast every single week, is every person I talk to, it always ends with, we got to get together. Once once COVID ends, Dude, we got to get together. And we, we do. It's, so it's I got, I got, I'm going to have a busy summer. So I'm yes, looking forward you will. to it. Yes, you will. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. But uh, of course, man, I always love talking to you. It's always been fun. You know, happy we got to do this today. Hopefully have you on many more times. I feel like we only just cracked the surface as far as things we could talk about today. Let's but um, but that's pretty much all I got today. Um, thank you so much, Naimeen, once again. As for myself, I've been Jacob Bradley, and this has been episode number 11 of Final Bowl.